This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is me, Brittany Brombacher. I just want to give you a quick heads up that my guest audio, who is fantastic and I love her more than anything, her audio completely kind of shit the bed. I'm just going to say it as it is. It shit the bed. So what I did is I grabbed the audio from our OBS recording, which is the video. And so if it's not up to a par in terms of quality that you're accustomed to, I apologize ahead of time, but there was just literally nothing else we could do this week. But um, I think it's still a fantastic show. She's a lovely person, and I hope you enjoy. And I'll see you next week. Hey, by the way, that shirt looks good on you. everybody and welcome to another episode of the what's good games podcast your source for video game news commentary analysis and funny stuff every friday i'm one of your hosts Brittany brombacher alongside stand-up comedian and writer from seattle who recently made twitch partner wisa lallen wallen wallen whatever you want to call it we're there laughing we're laughing friends because i told her before this i said i'm totally gonna call you wisa because that's your twitter account handle uh yeah it was actually really funny because when i tried to take lisa wall and i was like i'll just switch my initials around because some other lisa took it and now this is my name my name's just lisa like a three-year-old is saying my name all the time <laughs> and that's right. how i feel whenever <laughs> i say Lisa. i'm like Lisa. but Lisa. you i'm so excited that we're doing this together because you and i met on twitter <laughs> even though we we live in the same state and it's a shame that we haven't actually been able to meet up in person, but we met up on Twitter because you were playing Yakuza and I just finished my entire Yakuza run and I was like, oh my God, we must be friends. Oh my God. I am. Yeah. I streamed eight games if you include judgment and everyone now is like, did you drop the series? I'm like, no, I just, I need a break from crime men for like a little bit, but yes. Eventually, I will finish seven and Lost Judgment. But yeah, I saw that you was like, you were like, oh my god, Majima, and I was like, oh my god, new friend. Ah, she lives here, and oh my god, it's COVID, so we can't meet up. But. It's so messed up, <laughs> and I'm just honestly so in awe of everything you do. Not only are you streaming all the time, you are a stand-up comedian, and you do comedy shows <laughs> at least like once a week. I feel like. Yeah, I took a little hiatus uh, to get the partnership on Twitch, which I just got. Yeah. <laughs> And then I also stream, and I'm a writer for Evil Geniuses, which is the one esports team in Washington, which really lucked out for me. So I feel like, yes, I'm constantly like trying to be creative or on camera, and I just need to take a lot of naps. So <laughs> that's, 
It's like my wife, my life definitely 180 with COVID because I didn't start streaming until obviously the pandemic. So I was like, I can't do shows and I love games and, and talking about anime. And then here we are. So and here we are. Well, someday we'll yeah. make it happen. And we'll definitely be talking a lot more about you and Yakuza when I told our audience that you were coming on. They sent nothing but literally Yakuza questions. Yakuza? Yakuza. Yakuza's. Yakuza's. How, okay, do you say Yakuza? I say Yakuza. Yakuza. And I say Yakuza. So, you know, I guess it doesn't cozy. really matter. I say a lot of it's funny. I used to have an anime podcast and like one of the reasons I was like so like self-conscious about it is because I'm like, I can't say Japanese names or words like how Japanese people say it. And then I'm like, I don't have to. So I'm just like, yeah, Yakuza, Yakuza, <laughs> Yakuza. So I just, like, or Kiryu and Kiryu. I'm like, no, it's Kiryu. Oh. <laughs> You know, I it's so the R. Yeah, I always feel awkward too when I say his name. And the thing is, I've been studying Japanese for a few years, but I still can't say it without feeling super self-conscious. Like I'm absolutely butchering it. Kiryu. Oh yeah, absolutely. When I was in Japan, they're like, if you don't know a word in Japanese, just say it like in a Japanese accent, but like say the English pronunciation. I was like, I feel like I'm mocking them when yeah. I do that, but I'm not. But it's like that's how they understand. I was like, okay, and then. The Japanese words, I would just butcher it like an English person would. So I was just switching it around. Um, but yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. We'll get but there together. Back. Yeah, we, it'll be better. Someday <laughs> we can get together in person, play Yakuza. And, yeah, and sing Bakamitai. Oh my God, I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so great. So I want to give a shout out, though, to our Patreon producers, Wisa, you see, because they are the ones that help keep the lights on in What's Good Games. And that is. Chewie's Godson, Alex Rogopoulos, David Icolucci, Ferris Atia, Justin Foshi, Matthew Goder, and Punctified. And welcome to the Patreon community, Lena Ceballos and Icarus171. And a huge thank you to our new podcast reviewers, Senior Lodenstein, Grayson M, Raspberry10, Spider-Man2726, SG, SCG-D, Slizmum, and Treeroy. Wow. Great names this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for the podcast reviews. They help people find our new show. I'm not already sure. That was a really sexy tongue roll that you did. Oh, did you like that? There. Yeah. Thank you. I like that. I was Thank like, you. Added some spice in there. You Ooh, know? Yeah, I try. You know, I try to like keep a little spicy up in this They're podcast. Paying good money for that. It's <laughs> an extra tip for you to tongue roll people's names. Risa Wallen. <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hear me roll R's in your name, just put a bunch of R's in your name forever. You know, leave us a podcast review, and I'll read it next week, and I'll roll the R, and it'll be great. And we said we'll think it's sexy, and everyone wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. And today's exactly. show is brought to you by Hide It Mounts, but we'll tell you more about that later. Because holy shit, we said, people are blowing their loads over Elden Ring. The reviews are in. I have blowed so many loads already. Yes. I know. And, and I'm so excited you're here this week because I, I, we've talked about it. I wish I had the patience and the determination to play these games. I know you just played Dark Souls 3, right? Uh, yeah. Bloodborne. I started with Bloodborne, Sekiro, Dark Souls, and then Dark Souls 3. So it's been like, yeah, it's been like a little... A bit of all of it, really. <laughs> so glad you're here, because then you can blow your load for all of us to see. Oh, boy, we're going places, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So this game is out February 25th. So if you're listening to this on Friday, congratulations. You can go get your ring on an Elden Ring. So on Metacritic, PlayStation 5 currently has a 97. Xbox Series X has a 95. And PC has a 95. 
which makes it the 15th highest reviewed game of all time on Metacritic. Yeah, and it's just getting crazier. I just checked it like an hour ago, and it's like a 98. And it's a like, 98 oh now? God. Holy Oh, my God. Shit. I love it. You love to see it. So Video Games Chronicle has this cute – well, you can call it cute if you want – a little write-up that I wanted to read. So they say the PS5 version of Elden Ring, Elden Ring is listed as Metacritic's 15th highest-reviewed game of all time. Only 24 titles have scores equal to or greater than the PS5 version of Elden Ring on Metacritic's all-time rankings, which are headed by The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. On OpenCritic, 44 publications that scored Elden Ring gave it full marks, while on Metacritic, 24 of 40 outlets that reviewed the PS5 version also awarded it the top score available. And a few quick blurbs from some outlets here. So IGN gave it a 10 out of 10 and said, Like The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild before it, Elden Ring is one that we'll be looking back on as a game that moved a genre forward. Game Informer also gave it a 10 out of 10 and said, Elden Ring challenged me, captivated me, and enchanted me. An unyielding deluge of discovery and artistic vision unbound. Elden Ring represents a truly amazing combination of various game elements that all come together to create something fascinating, special, and unforgettable. Elden Ring isn't just the best game this year, it's one of the best games ever made. And then Eurogamer gave it a 5 out of 5, so these are all perfect scores. But what I like about this is that they also disclosed a few issues that the game had. Nothing huge, but you know they mentioned a lack of polish here and there on PS5. Texture pop-ins are frequent and pre-launch. We experienced a number of hard crashes to the console home screen. Gameplay-wise, not all new features are created equal. Mounted combat can sometimes feel more awkward than epic. And as, and, wait, as you and enemies circle around one another in wide sweeps, swiping at the air and connecting with nothing for what feels like an embarrassing number of passes. Additionally, item crafting and resource collection feel like inclusions drawn from other games rather than something that feels necessary. So I think that's important because we talked about Horizon Zero Dawn last week, and even though it had some issues like with bugs and texture pop-ins and whatnot, like we still love it so much. And so just a fun little nod that you can get a perfect a game can get a perfect score, but maybe it's not perfect from a technical perspective. Anywho, yeah. anywho, Lisa, I know you are so excited for this. So what do these reviews do for you? Um, well, when I think of, like, any side of mounted combat, it just reminds me of, like, Twilight Princess when you're just, like, stupidly, like, swinging oh, the sword around yeah. with the lever remote. So I feel like that's just, like, a normal... I never liked mounted combat in any game I've ever played, but, like, I also think it's funny because I love the Souls games because of the whole, like, you know, learn from death. And then finally, once you get that one, you're like, I'm relieved, but I want to cry because I never want to do this again. So when I see all these reviews, like, oh, my God, like, this game is so beautiful and magical and all this stuff. I'm like, I know you died, like, 40 times before you wrote that down. You're just like, yes, such a great experience. But but that's just, like, the beauty of these games. I'm really excited because, like, I just love the open world aspect. And I know that every game is now Breath of the Wild. Like, mm -hmm. nope, there was never any open world game before that. And a lot of people are saying it negatively, but I'm like, uh, I love that. I also don't care about the technical stuff. When I was streaming Bloodborne, everyone's like, oh, I wish they got like a frame rate update like DS3 did. And I'm like, I, I don't notice. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like so used to playing like Nintendo games. Oh, and I'm like, damn, ain't that the best comparison ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like, I don't really know. I mean, I kind of do, I guess, with like the camera, but like. There's only a couple times in a Souls game that the frame rate, like, really sucked, and that was, like, the really crappy boss fights. But, like, besides that, it's, like, you know, 
The only complaint I have is it if it's not cross-platform for online. Like, I'm like, ugh, I'm uh, getting it for PS5, and everyone I know is getting it for PC. So it's just like, you do, know. Do you think you're going to take um, advantage of the co-op stuff, or did you do that in the other games? I kind of, I didn't until I, like, beat it. Um, but I did it to, like, hang out with people. Like, I had a friend do the Chalice Dungeons with me in, in Bloodborne because they were so, like, boring. And then when my friends were playing DS3, like, you want to just hop into my game and ha hang out? I'm like, okay. And then we just, like, kill a boss together. But I'm very much like, I have to do this alone. Oh. Like, I have to. I can't have people judge me for getting help. <laughs> but I will spend 16 hours on one boss fight and refuse help. Everyone's like, it's fine. No one's going to judge you. I'm like, yes, they will. Like, okay. <laughs> You judge yourself. You're laying awake at night, staring up at the ceiling, being like, I couldn't do it on my own. I am a failure. I will, I will regret playing this entire game if you help me. So, um, I know that you're like more like, I don't know how you're big on the Souls games. I know you're like mainly like Resident Evil and obviously Yakuza. Oh, yes. Uh, are you really big into the Souls games too? I wish I was. And the only reason I'm not is because I get... I don't like having to do shit over and over again. And I know with the Souls game, there's like the sense of adrenaline and rush, right? When you get it right, you learn the patterns and you finally like kill that boss. I guess it's unlike anything you've ever experienced before. But I just, uh, I just rage quit a little too easily, unfortunately. Yeah. But I am super I interested in this one though. I, but I just know right now with Horizon and um, I'm still working on Pokemon. I just got another review title. Like, I don't even know when I'm going to have time to play it. Yeah, that's the nature of video games. Everyone's <sighs> like, like, I'm playing so many older games and that's like, I never play games at launch ever. Like, even a, unless it's a Zelda game, because that's obvious. That's my shit, you know? Oh, but, yeah. like, most of the time I wait months. I haven't even played the new Pokemon, even though I want to. I wait until the entire, everyone's forgotten about it. And then I'm like, I'm into this now. <laughs> so are you going to play Elden Ring at launch? Or oh, are you still going to let it yes. sit? Oh, you are. Absolutely. You're like, absolutely. <laughs> I actually might stream myself spending four hours building a character. Um... <laughs> so actually, I'm glad you said that, because Nova wrote in. And Nova says, have you decided on your Elden Ring build yet? If yes, what are you going with? I have. That's the only thing I've looked up. I've avoided, like, lore trailers. I just looked up the classes, because I'm... I okay. If there's one thing you should know about me is that I have a term on my stream for games that have really complicated like combat, like builds, you know, magic, ridiculous menus. I call them the Cheesecake Factory menus <laughs> of games because when you go to Cheesecake Factory, there's so many things on there. That menu is huge. It's like the Bible, like right? legit. Yeah. Like I remember playing God of War, and like I go to the menu, I'm like, what the hell is this? What what does all this mean? And like I'm dealing with that right now with Final Fantasy, and like uh, I'm just like, this is so exhausting. So with Souls games, like I was not interested in them because I'm like builds sound awful, and so I just stick with the Dex build. I'm like, I just want to be fast, quick with my samurai sword, so I'm probably gonna be a samurai. Like I don't care about pyromancy or magic or big old you know hammers or whatever i'm like god just let me get a little stab in there you know <laughs> like <laughs> i am very basic like people start like sending me like oh you got to have your stats like this and blah blah i'm like i ain't reading any of that <laughs> the so, min vaccine is not for you yeah not for I, me either actually that's that's why i like sekiro i'm like you get one weapon Okay, great. Like, there you go. You get a sword, and that's all I want is just a sword, so. Do you usually play, like, a face tank class if you can? 
Or do you like uh, magic if you are you kinda like mm. I am not a magic person. Okay, me neither. See I like <laughs> yeah. I just wanna hit shit. I don't care. I just wanna go in and smack some bitches. You know what I mean? Our our barbaric like ancestry, I guess, like kinda kicks in when I'm just like, I just wanna kill with the big weapons, you know. I don't need any magic, all that made up stuff, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am exactly the same way. It's just too convoluted in most games for me. So like like Final Fantasy is probably oh I guess Earthbound too I guess with them like just being like basic magic great I don't have to worry about okay sometimes in Final Fantasy but just just give me one move and go boo with like a beam or something there you go is my magic that's about as complicated as you want it I get yeah. it that's awesome well hey like huge shout out to Elden Ring I think this is fantastic I mean a lot of people have been hyped for this game forever and it's here and it's supposedly incredible. All of you will have to let me know how it is, because unfortunately, I won't be going near it for a long time. So I'll get my vicarious yeah. thrill through you, Lisa. You just have to, if you mute Elden Ring on Twitter, you'll have the most blankest timeline. So you might as well oh, just do it. That sounds really nice, yeah. actually. That's not a bad go. idea. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next story, which is all about VR. So PlayStation VR 2, we had now have a first look at the new headset, and this comes from IGN. So Sony has offered a first look at the PlayStation VR 2 headset, which has been designed to match the look of the base PS5. Basically, it's very white with some trim, some black trim around it. You know what I mean? Looks like a big plastic headpiece. I guess that's what all VR is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so revealed on the PlayStation blog, Sony's senior vice president of platform experience, Hideki Nishino, explained that the look of PSVR 2 was inspired by the curved white and black look of the PS5 and its other peripherals. But the headset itself was designed to match the orb look of the previously revealed Sense VR controllers, which I have said look like hand thongs. Just saying, <laughs> you put those in your hand. In your hands, they look mighty <laughs> sexy in those, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay, so Nishida went into more specific detail, saying that a key to the design is immersion, quote, to the point where you almost forget you're using a headset or controller. VR2 remains a balanced weight and adjustable headband, but adds a lens adjustment dial, a slimmer headset, and a reduced weight. The headset will also include a vent to allow for airflow and to stop lens fogging. As previously announced, the headset will also include a motor to provide rumble feedback the adjustable scope and headphone jack will remain in the same positions as on the original psvr so and then ign also has this little breakdown of like pixels per eye display screen refresh rate and obviously psvr 2 is no surprise better than the psvr but are you into vr is this like a thing <laughs> that gets your panties in a bundle or are you just like fuck vr this makes me nauseous oh like, no Anytime I can't even do like first person games most of the time, which sucks because I know I'm like uh, missing out on yeah. so many shooters. Oh my god. Um like I, every time I play VR, I either I like forget I'm playing VR like ten minutes through it and I take off my helmet. I was like, oh, there's people around me. Or <laughs> it makes me nauseous. Like I can't do the eye movement. Like I saw like it has the eye tracking, which I guess might be a little easier for me, but I think in general I just cannot do like that sort of like motion graphic stuff. Oh uh, you know? yeah, no, I get it. I love, yeah. I love the idea of VR. I'm old. My eyes are ancient, <laughs> apparently. So I'm right there with you. I think we're the. How old are you? Thirty-two. Okay, see, I'm thirty-three, so I'm ancient because I'm, I'm one year yeah, older. Yeah, you're, so, you're I'm, my senpai. I'm your now. senpai slash elder. I'm like the old one around the campfire that everyone you're listens my, to. You're, you're my elder ring. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> can I be my new nickname, Elder Ring? Yeah, my Elder Ring. I'll be your Elder Ring, and you can be my Wisa. Oh, this is so cute. I can't. I, I love, I love the idea of VR. And if anyone's listened to the show, I've kicked this poor dead horse a kajillion times. But it's just, it's a little early still, and I like the idea. I want to someday be transported into Resident Evil. I want to punch zombies in the face. And then if they bite me, that's okay because it's a video game. I'll come back. I'll spawn. But I just want to be able to, like, run through Raccoon City in VR. I think that would just that be That sounds amazing. terrifying. I know, right? But it I, sounds great. I, just get really drunk I can, beforehand. I, I do not know. Like, you're like, I don't know. I can get into Souls games. I can't get into scary. Like, Resident uh. Evil 2 remake, was. I was losing my shit <laughs> on stream. I hated it. I was like, I, I played on easy, and I still was terrible at it because I just can't deal with scares but like having in vr i would 100 percent wear a diaper while doing that like i just you i would shit my pants get I your would... get your community to convince you to play resident evil 7 in vr uh, yeah they, all, they already want me to play 7 non-vr and i'm like shaking thinking about it <laughs> I will do, I will eat the spiciest food. I'll get tattoos. I don't care. Like, but I will not play that game. I'm too scared. I'm a giant wuss, okay? Well, mate, here's, okay, here's another compromise. Is once COVID no longer exists. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was my once thought. Once normal. Once life was back to normal, maybe we can do a stream where we play Resident Evil and I come to your place. And, and you I hold help my you. hand. I hold your hand. I change your diaper. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you know, can, I'll I'll, put, you, I'll get the pan changed underneath you when you tinkle yourself, and it'll be great. You can be, you can just hover over me and tell me everything's okay. I will. I'll be your elder. I, I also live I also live alone too. So after playing it, I was just like, maybe I should sleep with the lights on tonight, <laughs> just to see what it's like. You know. Ah. Oh goodness. Oh man. But anywho, so cool for PSVR two. I love that it's just one cord now. I had I have the original PS psvr and it's so complicated because there it feels like there was a million kajillion cords that you would need to plug in plug out and so andrea um actually had a whole separate setup just for vr because it was too much of a hassle to keep on plugging the cords but anyway hopefully this will make it easier for people to get involved maybe as the technology technology advances you can play it without throwing up and life will be good <laughs> <laughs> without tinkling your pants without tinkling yes. your pants that's how we'll know vr has made it ladies and gentlemen so if you want to look at that graph and get into all the fancy pancy pixels and screen refresh rates ign has a really nice chart where they compare it to the vr the oculus quest 2 and the valve index i forgot about the valve index i forgot about everything vr last time i played vr was when skyrim was announced for the 17th announcement on vr <laughs> Just the and 17th. then i tried to play beat saber like six months ago drunk i was like this is the worst idea oh wow i've ever had in my life yeah <laughs> that's incredible maybe being sober might help you know i don't know <laughs> no you know what i've said this before my concoction my elixir of life if you will before i would play vr was a shot of whiskey some oh. water and a little bit of caffeine. And for some reason, that was my anti-nausea drug. I don't know. It worked. It sounds like a hot toddy, but not put together. <laughs> like, and I think that, so, I mean, there you go. You know. <laughs> it works, kind of. I got a little sick, but that's okay. Okay, moving on. We have a few in case you missed it. So let's talk about the little stories, if you will, of the week that we didn't want to dedicate a whole section to. First one. 
According to Bloomberg, Activision Blizzard Inc. will delay a Call of Duty game that has been planned for next year, which will be the first time the franchise will be without an annual mainline release in nearly two decades. The company is pushing off the release after a recent entry in the series failed to meet expectations, leading some executives to believe that they weren't intru- that they were introducing new versions too rapidly. And I always love this. Said the people who asked not to be identified because they weren't authorized to discuss the deliberations. <laughs> the people. And then the Activision people. reached out to IGN and said, we have an excited... Oh, let me put my, my corporate voice on. <clears throat> we have an exciting slate of premium and free-to-play Call of Duty experiences for this year, next year, and beyond. Reports of anything otherwise are incorrect. We look forward to sharing more details when the time is right. And then, of course, IGN followed up and was like, but yo, does this mean that you're not having a mainline Call of Duty title next year? And they haven't responded. So you said that you can't play first-person games because you get nauseous, which I just that sucks. I'm so bad at them, but I just say I'm nauseous so that people don't oh. know that. Oh, okay. Know? I mean, hey, that's <laughs> that's a valid excuse. <laughs> I'll buy it. Um, no, in general, yeah. I think it's at the mix of, like, first-person and, like, keyboard and, like, trying to do both at the same time. I just, uh Oh, because you play on it. PC. No, I usually I play on a controller. Oh. I just can't. But like when it comes to like actually doing like first person shooters, every single person has tried to teach me on keyboard and mouse, and I'm like, oh. I can't do this and this at the same time. No, me neither. No, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. It's always makes me kind of like clench my ass a little bit at preview events when you go to them and it's a and it's a shooter and they're like, okay, we're playing on mouse and keyboard, and I'm like, oh god, like that's. That's just, like, unfair because I can't do shit on a keyboard. I can open up a Microsoft Word document. We I can type out show notes for the show, but ask me to play a shooter on this? Absolutely not. Right? Mm. I also, to me, it's kind of like scary games. Like, my reaction time is just, I have, like, stoner brain. So, like, my reaction time is <laughs> terrible. If someone sees me and shoots me, I'm like, I didn't know there was a person there. Like, I'm not someone you want to play those games with. Like, you know, I'm right there with you. I'm so bad at them also. I just put everything on easy. Time- that's my anti-marijuana ad for the evening. You will not be good at video games in some aspects. You fry your brain for 15 years. Um. Oh, my God. I love it. So um, there's my notes about Call of Duty. That, no, that's great. Um, no, that's brilliant. I mean, turn it into an ad campaign. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, if we don't get a Call of Duty mainline game next year, I'm sure we'll still see something with a multiplayer component. But that would be a pretty huge department from what we've seen in the past but <clears throat> now that you know big daddy microsoft owns owns their souls i don't know when that deal goes through when it even supposed to go through anyway games take a long time to make who knows what's been going on with this behind the scenes but we'll just find out next year piece of news that gets me all hot and bothered is that larian studios has said that pc well they told pc games n that 2022 is the last year of development for baldur's gate 3 I'm just very excited about this. I don't know. Have you do you play Baldur's Gate? Have you played Divinity: Original Sin at all? <laughs> She's coughing. Sorry. No, it's fine. I just I did not drink water right. Uh, oh, it's what hard. Games? Baldur's <laughs> <laughs> Baldur's Gate and Divinity: Original Sin. I haven't. No. Mm. They're really oh. good. That was awesome. Did you show everybody we have the same water bottle? Oh no, but we should do that. YouTube.com/slash/What'sGoodGames. <laughs> We have, and you know, I think Andrea might even have the same bottle as you, like the exact size and everything. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it too. It's no, very pretty. I ha- no, I have not played those games. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I'll just like have my little moment here. I'm really excited. Have it. I'm having it. Show. I'm having it. So Divinity Original Sin, Divinity Original Sin 2, 
some of my absolute favorite games, the best play co-ops, but you can play them single if you want. You probably aren't interested in them, Lisa, because you know you don't want any help from no one. You don't need no help. You're an independent woman who likes to lay, lay in bed and go to sleep at night knowing that you did things on your own. But, <laughs> but really great. I will let you help me in those games if I ever play them. Perfect. You're an exception. Wonderful. Elder Ring always can help. No, no, no. I, I won't go near that game with a 10-foot pole right now. So that's all you. Like, even if you wanted my help, I'd have to, like, sorry, deuces you. But um, anyway, yeah, exciting shit. Go Baldur's Gate 3. Love you. I just want to bang everybody in that game. Thanks. And finally, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask will be available to all Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack owners on February 25th, a.k.a. the Elden Ring release date. So you have a very hard question to ask yourself, friends. Do you play Majora's Mask? Or do you play Elden Ring? Who could say? Or you can be both. Or you can do both. <laughs> Are you going mean, to play this on uh, your... Do you have a Switch? Oh, yes. Oh, of course absolutely. you do. Yeah, of course. Are you going to go back to Majora's Same Mask? Right here. Uh, yeah. uh, I probably will. I'm replaying Ocarina of Time right now. Yes. Uh, while I'm simultaneously playing a bunch of other games, I will probably go to Majora's Mask when I'm done. Oh. I just... I love... I, I own... I, I, I don't know if you... We're Instagram friends, but I posted a very drunken story about how I spent $50 on the, the Nintendo membership upgrade to play Ocarina of Time, which I already own on GameCube, N64, 3DS, like Wii, Wii U. I'm like, I already have five copies of this fucking game. Baby like, girl, like, preach it. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that's how I feel about Majora's Mask. Uh, I didn't like the 3DS remake of it, or... HD remake, so I'm gonna definitely play the original again. Uh, yeah, you know, I need to go back to Majora's Mask myself. I the last time I played it was when it first released. I was 13 at the time, I think, around that age, and it was at the time. You know, I I was hot and bothered over over. I say Ocarina of Time. I say Ocarina. You know, one of those things. Okra. 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 Okra of Time. Legend <laughs> <laughs> of Zelda. Okra of Time. And uh, I, it was just, you know, Majora's Mask was so different. I enjoyed my time with it, but it was just, you know, it's not like up there. But I think if I replay it, I might have a different perspective on it. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely a completely different formula than Ocarina of Time, but... I also love doing side quests and collecting garbage. Those are like my two favorite things to do in games. So, and that game is all about collecting garbage <laughs> and doing side quests. There's only four dungeons, which means like 80% of the game is like getting masks. Yeah. So, and depositing yeah. your rupees and staring as the moon gets closer and closer with this big it's old ugly sad face. As shit, too. And I'm like, yeah. I was like 10 years old and I played it. I was like, I'm not depressed enough to play this. Like, I have to wait until I've gone through puberty and then I can come <laughs> back. So. <laughs> You know, the what's the mask in Majora's Mask? It's one where Link dances. He does like the little twin dance. You remember that? Oh, that's like, I forgot the name of the mask, but yeah, it's the one with like the old man on it. I think it's yeah. the old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he does like a do. Yeah. I yeah. once memorized, not granted, it's not a very complicated dance, but I once memorized that dance and I did it at the end of my driveway for like a half an hour. New TikTok dance trend right here. <laughs> oh, dance from Majora's Mask. Dude. <laughs> yes. Hey, listen, a lot of stupid shit goes viral on TikTok. That could be it. That could be go. the next dance. Someone else do it. I don't have a TikTok because that would just be bad for everybody. Uh, yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, just do it and let me know and give me the royalties of your success. Thanks. <laughs> But, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will do it for the new segment. There just wasn't a heck of a lot this week. Nothing, like, too big. Everyone everyone smartly withheld all of their major news announcements because they knew Elden Ring was coming out this week, and they're like, don't even bother. 
Let's not Except even. for Horizon Zero. They were like, whatever. This is we'll just oh, release God. it a week. <laughs> Can we just talk about that? Like, <laughs> I was like, you guys have been... I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is a fantastic game, but it was like, yes, like right before Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and they released the sequel right before Elden Ring. I'm like, what is up with you guys? Uh, you know, whatever. You know what? Just, oh, my God. I know. But it's still a very successful franchise. It's not like they're losing sales, but it's just, it's just very funny with the timing it's funny like, how that worked out it's kind of like <laughs> huh wow who would have thought like 2017 all over again here we are you know exactly but yeah horizon yeah. fantastic game absolutely play it but yeah other than that though pretty chill week so i think we're gonna wrap up this first segment and when we come back we're gonna talk all about what we've been playing and boy oh boy lisa's been playing a lot of fun stuff i'm probably just gonna sit back and let her talk and just drool everywhere we'll be right back yeah Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, to segment two of the What's Good Games podcast. Did you just spill all over yourself? I did. I just, like, gleeked <laughs> on myself. That's a word people still use. Um, leaked or gleek? Remember you gleek? No. <laughs> you just, like, spit a little? Well, that's what I just did. So. I've never heard of gleek. You've never heard that term? No. It was such an early 2000s term. Oh, man. No. Fuck. Where was I? I don't know. I don't know. You can Google it later. It'll probably take you to a MySpace account. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss MySpace. Anyway, ruled. So that's, that's good. Hey, YouTube.com/slash What's Good Games for the amazing drilling content. Only yep. here can you see there usage ruled. Great, it's great. <laughs> um, so as far as what we've been playing, I cannot talk about what I'm playing right now. But what I can say, it's the complete opposite of Elden Ring. One hundred percent opposite. Yep. Yeah. So uh, thanks, Dangle Embargoes, but. You have been playing a lot of really fun shit. But before we get to that, I want to let you know that this week's episode of What's Good Games is brought to you by Hide It Mounts. So Hide It Mounts is the simple wall mount solution for everything you plug into the TV. From gaming consoles to streaming devices and more, Hide It has a mount for you. Hide It makes mounts for next-gen consoles like the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and the Nintendo Switch. But it also makes it for older consoles, including the PS4 and the Xbox One family. You can also include in that list streaming devices and cable boxes, sound bars and speakers, and sporting equipment like baseball bats, snowboards, and more. And what makes Hide It special? All mounts are made from heavy-duty powder-coated steel for strength, durability, and protection. Not only that, each mount can be set up in minutes. So one Andrea Renee uses Hide It Mounts in her house, and I asked her, I said, Andrea, please send me a testimonial. What has your experience with Hide It Mounts been like? And this is what she said. We've been using and loving Hide It Mounts for years in our house. Okay, she doesn't sound like that. She also said, they are handy for mounting everything from consoles to controllers and go particularly well with wall-mounted TVs where you're trying to save space or to not trap your consoles in a heat box of a media center because we all know that jet engine sound consoles get when they don't have enough air circulation. She also said, it's a great way to display some of the awesome custom consoles we've collected over the years. So if you want a hide it mount of your own, you can go to hideitmounts.com slash what's good to get a hide it mount. That's hideitmounts.com slash what's good to get a hide it mount of your own. So I have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Earthbound, <laughs> Slay the Spire, <sighs> Ocarina of Time, and you just wrapped up Dark Souls 3. So where do you want to start, yeah. my friend? Um. Well, clearly you want me to talk about Earthbound. I mean, yes, obviously. So. Like that, that was the choice. I was Okay, so this is... Incredible. So obviously, 
Earthbound, aka Mother 2, just got ported to Switch. Switch online. Which I manifested because I was talking on my stream literally the day before it was announced. I said, I'm going to go take out my Wii U this weekend and download Earthbound. And then the next day they announced it for Switch. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, we can't thank you enough. Thank you. Yep. I was, I was rocking my Mr. Saturn. I had him in my shirt. I had a shot of alcohol next to me. And I said, if they announce it, I get to take the shot. And they did. And I took the shot and it was glorious. But And if they didn't, you just take the shot anyway. Exactly. I mean, like, whatever happens. It was a win-win. <laughs> it wasn't going to be a bad thing. So have you played Earthbound before? Or like, what made you want to play Earthbound? I mean, I've always wanted to play it, but like, you know, I don't really emulate a lot of games and they didn't release it portable for a very, very long time. So it was a good 10 years where it was out and I couldn't get it unless I bought the physical copy and you could not get the physical copy anywhere. Oh God, no, I've it's always, yeah. so expensive. I've always, I've always wanted to play it, mainly because of Smash Brothers. I think that was like a lot of people's intro to it, you know? Was Ness your main? Um, no, but I oh. really loved him. Yeah, no, I just thought fair. he was a cutie patootie. My my main was Pikachu and Link because oh that's yeah, who Link, I am. of um, course. But then yeah, so I did a a cup. We used to do like these. Do you ever remember the geeks who drink trivia nights? Do you ever do those? Oh yeah! Wow, yeah. We did we did the Nintendo one like four years in a row, and we always came in the top three. And at the group I was with, they would have like. Every person in my group, one person in my group would always be like an earthbound person. Really? So every okay. Year I'd have a different person like sell me earthbound. I was like, I'm going to get it. And now I'm streaming it and it's just as beautiful and amazing as I expected it to be. Really? Yay. Yeah. It's so and hard. I, and, and, yeah. And I loved Undertale and Deltarune, okay. which I also know were big inspirations for that. Uh, so hearing like little Easter eggs, like music wise and Undertale from Earthbound, I can now recognize them and I'm like, that's so awesome it's always hard when you have a game as old as earthbound and so unique as earthbound because there's a reason that game launched with its with a player's guide right like and that's why i try to tell people it's like yeah. don't be afraid to ask questions with this game because it it doesn't do a lot of hand holding it's just kind of like okay here you are and yeah i mean that's a really great example if you enjoy delta rune undertale then you'll probably really like earthbound because like you said like that where do you think the inspiration for those games came from so how far are you right now like, I give just, us a little recap of the story thus far, if you will. I just got to Threed, so I oh. just got Paula, who I named all my characters because you only got five letters. I was like, I named them Dark Souls Bloodborne, and my dog's name is Sekiro because I was like, my brain is rotting. Um, <laughs> but I just got to Threed, which is like the zombie town. And honestly, like, my favorite parts of the game is like a lot of people warned me. They're like, there's a lot of grinding because, you know, it's JRPG and mm -hmm. also like, you have to talk to a lot of NPCs. And I was like, all right. And every NPC has been so funny. Right. Like, there is one line someone said, it was in the library right before you get to Annette. And he says like, oh, there's a big, scary, strong monster blocking the tunnel. I wonder if he's, he's stronger, stronger than, than my wife. Like, I'm so glad like that quirky 90s, like wholesome humor is like popular again like we definitely went past like the shock value like edgy shit and i'm just glad that's like this is so relevant to who i am that it, it's great and and i also like it's just it's silly it's the right amount of silliness and i don't feel like it's too grindy like i probably will have to do some before i stream it tonight um well i guess this is two days ago so i guess I'll stream it <laughs> two days ago uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I don't mind.
mind it that much. Music is so good. Huh. I really don't mind listening to the same, like, do like the very jazzy bass, you know? Like, it's just, it's so good. I uh, love it. I'm, I'm so really... happy to hear that. It just, ah, uh, it's, I think, it, I think I can say it's my favorite game ever. Like, just 100%. And it's so special to me because my aunt got it for me when I was a little girl. She would house it for my parents and I when we'd go on our little like. T- I love that you're from Washington because I can just say these things and you can get yeah, it. We would go to we would are. yeah we would go to Westport or maybe we would go to Ocean Shores for like oh. a couple nights you know and so my my aunt would house it and watch the cats and one day we came home and then there was a big old box of Earthbound because Earthbound came in a huge box because the guide was included a, a box of Earthbound <laughs> just a box of Earthbound <laughs> just a box of it uh, on our kitchen table and it just like it's such a magical game and the writing is some of the best writing i think in games and it's just so unique and quirky and fun and i think it still holds up today i mean the fact that you're playing and enjoy it i think kind of you know yeah lend some oomph to that but uh yay i'm so happy to hear that well i also you know i grew up like i own every nintendo console like i grew up playing those games a lot of people are like oh it's you know a little outdated i'm like do you not know how old i am like I am not like a 20 year old trying to play older games. I am someone who grew up playing these janky old games. Like I love this shit. Like that's why I don't care about technical frame rates and all that shit. Like I thrive playing these goofy little 2D games. So no, it's really good. And you know, I remember being spoiled about it a lot, just like being online and like Nintendo forums and stuff. I don't remember any of it. So I feel like I'm like, I'm going into it pretty like, not knowing a lot that's you know, awesome so. yeah no one spoil it on my stream please oh <laughs> everyone be, be like we and play it everyone do it it's okay but in fact threed is the first time i ever ran into zombies in like my video game life oh and, my god and they literally scared me because there are these little zombie dogs and their friends and they have a little like chunk of their side taken out and there's like a little rib cage showing and it terrified me like, yeah, everything is scary. And I'm like, this game already is creepy, which I love. And now I'm like, oh, now it's a horror game. Now it's Resident <laughs> Evil. You guys tricked me. This is just the first Resident Evil. Oh, <laughs> yay. The first Resident Evil. <laughs> but yes, please, everyone, play Earthbound. It is just so good. I don't know if we'll ever, 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 ever see Mother 3 localized. But, oh, well, at least we have Earthbound. I will probably end up streaming it anyways. Like, I might have to, like do illegal things but you know please do it really yeah i really want to play it and everyone's like it's the best one i'm like all right fine and her beginnings is really janky and and like and they're like if you really want to play it save that for last and so like i feel like the community is really good yeah like souls i've definitely had (laughs) you know Uh, what no i I have no idea what you mean (laughs) But um, no, I'm I love streaming. I'm streaming it twice a week. Like that's how much I love it right now. Makes me so happy. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about a few other games that you streamed, like Yakuza, back in the day. Pretty soon. Oh, oh my yeah. god, we are yeah. absolutely gonna get into. That. <clears throat> Anywho, okay, another game, and I'm now I'm cherry picking because this is just the best day ever. You're pl- you're replaying Ocarina of Time, as obviously. well. Obviously, obviously. Yes. So wh- wh- why? Dumb question, but like, <laughs> so why it is funny because Ocarina of Time isn't even like my top five Zelda game, really. Like, it's not like mine would be like probably Twilight Princess, Link to the Past, the original Link's Awakening, Wind Waker, and then maybe Skyward Sword. 
Really? <laughs> um, Star Wars oh. were mainly because of the story. The story okay, made me that's fucking fair. cry. Oh yeah. But, like yeah. Ocarina of Time, I overplayed so much <laughs> growing up. Like I, I probably beat it easily fifteen times Holy on every crap. platform. I also haven't played it since I had a Wii U or 3DS, and I was like, fuck it. I just started playing it because I was drunk one night, and I was like, wow, in two hours, I got to the third temple. Like, I would just, like, speed run my way through it, and I'm like, god, this game still holds up, too. Like, uh, the button mapping is awful for Switch, but it's yeah. still such a good game. Uh, I was like, god, this is such a good game, but that's why. It's just my comfort game. When I'm not streaming, I'm just, I just put that on. It's... it's totally my comfort game too and i've been yeah. dabbling in it as well it's absolutely one of my other all-time favorite games of forever it's just so much fun and i and i love that people get to play it now who maybe haven't you know those young children out there who are like mm -hmm. what's what's a nintendo 64 grandma well <laughs> back in our day that was the hotness um, oh, when I was your age, we had to blow on the cartridges to get them to work. Yeah. Um, and remember is, the other yeah. thing you had to put in the N64 too? You had to use it for Donkey Kong 64. What was that? Expansion pack. That's right. Oh, I man. I have mine. I do too. I can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. memory card. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people too. Like a Breath of the Wild really brought in like a new wave of Zelda fans. Like it was crazy. I, I thought everyone played Zelda growing up. Now, a lot of my friends that never played Zelda, that was their first one. And so now they get experience this game. And so far, everyone's like, yeah, it's janky. But, like, I can see why this, like, evolution resolutionized, you know, adventure RPGs. I'm oh. like, yeah. That dude. makes me so happy to hear that. Because that's that was my fear is because the jank and, again, the bad mapping on the yeah. N64. And there are some other, like, silly issues. Dark that Souls is more jankier than this is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, that's good to know. I don't feel as bad then. But yeah, like, oh, Green of Time, my God, it's so good and it's so fun. And like, you have to just kind of teleport yourself back to that mindset of like, what was the last console Zelda game we got before Ocarina of Time? Well, it was a link to the past. And so you take like that formula that had just existed on the NES and then the SNES, and then you translate it for a whole big old N64 open world. Like, it was just huge at the time. And I know, like, I'm sure nostalgia plays a factor, but it's just so fun and i'm just love I, I love i love that you're playing earthbound and you're playing ocarina of time and i just love that just, we have I the same water bottle yeah. <laughs> and i re-beat twilight princess on stream last year and teared up like i was like because that's uh, like my favorite game of all time and i hadn't played it also in like probably eight years and i'm like oh my god why are zelda games it's the same fucking story every game i'm like i'm gonna cry anyways you know <laughs> It's not it's like they're throwing funny. a plot twist in there that you're not expecting. It's just, it well, still gets you. You brought up the Yakuza games earlier. Uh, it's funny because when I started streaming, like, I obviously, like, that was a big game that kind of got my channel, like, noticed, mm. in quote. Um, and I streamed eight of them in the row. And then I went to the Souls games. And now everyone's like, oh, she's a Souls Yakuza person. I'm like, I'm actually a Zelda person. But nobody cares when I stream those games. They really? just want to watch me. They just want to watch my old crime men or me <laughs> suffering. They just want me to either cry or die. That's it. That's all you people want from my stream is crying or death. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny you mentioned. I wonder why though people don't care about the Zelda game. Is it because too many people play Zelda? Is Zelda just like not yeah? I think it's oh. like the niche. There's a lot more of a niche community. I mean, you know, Yakuza's got a very niche community. Uh, and even though the games are big, like not a lot of people like go and play all of them. They really just stick with zero. 
and then they're like okay like now i'm playing Ju judgment or i'm playing yakuza 7 but i was like i want to play all of them yeah i like this this is a good game you know uh and and the same thing with souls like souls are a huge game like community but like only if big souls fans want to watch people play it still on stream so i think it's just like kind of that <laughs> like then like, zelda doesn't really have the same kind of aspects that those games have that make people want to watch streamers do it like people love to watch people cry at yakuza games <laughs> oh or yeah majima's entrance in zero or the uh. ending to six yeah right like you just saw your face like Oh, um, oh. and then husband. Souls games, people want to see how people beat boss fights and watch them suffer. But like with Zelda games, I don't think there's a lot of like impactful things that make people want to watch streamers, which is totally justified. Fair. You yeah, know. that's a that's yeah. a really good point. I never thought of it that way. You're right. It's mostly just about well, if you're playing Ocarina, rolling around the field and collecting cuckoos right? and turning yeah. into that lady who keeps losing her cuckoos. Why? I don't know. Why does she own them? She's allergic. Why the fuck yeah. would you own chickens if you're allergic to them? I've never... Oh, I get hives. Well, I don't know. Maybe get, like, hamsters or something. You know? Right? It's like, she just loves her chicks. I yeah, guess. There's not, a, there's not a lot of reaction-worthy points of, like, games like that. I think yeah. people just stick to reviews, you know? Yeah. So. Plus, they didn't get another wave of popularity until Breath of the Wild. Like, Yakuza just recently got another wave of popularity, and same thing with Souls games. So. Thanks, Game Pass. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. What else? Let's see. Okay, Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's another great one. It is, and I am going to... You might hate me for this, but I never played the original. I don't hate you for that. I didn't play the original myself until just maybe like, at like five <laughs> years ago, six years... Now if, now, if we were talking about Final Fantasy IX... Then I might have to hit you a little bit. Yeah, I was never really into Final Fantasy. I played Final Fantasy three, um, Crystal Chronicles for GameCube, which I think I would like a lot better now because back then I did not like it. Mm. And I think I just wasn't into like JRPGs back then. Um, and so, yeah, this is, I count this as my introduction to Final Fantasy. And I've had so many people be like, how could you play this and not the original? I'm like, I oh. would. I actually want to play the. Crocs. I also I want to play the original now that I'm playing seven, but now I don't want to get spoiled on story stuff. So I'm just gonna wait until all the remakes are done, and everyone's like, oh, "How can you do that?" And I'm like, Ooh, you... "There's a rule." Hmm. So they literally remade this game, and guess what it did? Brought in a new wave of people to play it. Oh my god! No oh, big yeah. deal. You know, there's no um, law on how to play a game. People, stop getting upset over stupid trivial shit like that. Yeah. But you know what's interesting though. Has anyone presented the argument that Final Fantasy VII Remake is, it looks like it's going in a different direction story-wise than the original one. So you could, if you uh, wanted yeah. to, play the original, and who knows if you would get spoiled or not. Because for me, for me, what's really fascinating is having played the first Final Fantasy VII, like I said, like five or six years ago. It's, it's fascinating to watch the little pivots in the story and like where things are going to go a little different. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like... I'm probably going to end up replaying it right when I'm done with this, honestly. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I mean, Final Fantasy VII won't take me 50 hours to be, like, the... ...something, like, in the remake, I'm like, Jesus, this seems like a very long game. But like, oh, yeah, a lot of this wasn't added into the game. Yeah, it's... And I was like, what? Yeah, it's true. So the uh, first, like five hours i think of the of the original final fantasy 7 encompasses the entirety of final fantasy 7 remake that's 
three to, three to five hours or it. so. Yeah, depending on like how quickly you want to go. Yeah, exactly. That's just it, right? And so all of this other stuff and like some of those big story story moments is pretty uh pretty fascinating what they're doing with that shit. <laughs> I do really love the women in this game. I'll say that. Oh yeah, they did such a great job. Oh. I'm on I'm on chapter eleven, and I feel like yes, the story is moving very very slow, but that's also because it's like a three parter, but or whatever parter, but it's it's good. I really like it, and the combat is annoying ish, and I hate having to micromanage multiple <laughs> characters. Again, stoner brain, just give me a big sword. He has a giant sword. Let me just use the sword. But now all I want to do is play as Tifa. Like, I don't want to play as anyone else. But if I don't, they die. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. Like, I'm, I'm used to more of a turn-based thing, like Persona, you know? So oh, yeah. it's kind of weird having a transition between turn-based and, like, regular, I guess. Regular? I don't know. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking like, Yeah. Real time? Yeah. Real time, yeah. So it's 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 interesting, but I like it. Didn't so. they add I a found more though? Oh yeah, good girl. God, I love you. <laughs> Did they add a mode to Final Fantasy VII where it's like t- more turn based than not? Yeah, you have to choose at the beginning, and I didn't because oh. everyone's like, you would like this more, and I'm like, I kind of wish I like the other one, but it's fine, you know. Oh, so you can't whatever. change it after you start. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Eh. It's Earth. I want Earthbound. I just want to play Earthbound. Like <laughs> she's like, oh, Cloud's yeah. great, Tifa's great, but I just want like the zombie dogs and Earthbound and the quirky music. I just, I just want to know if that monster is stronger than his wife. I just want to know. <laughs> I want to meet his wife to find out. Okay, like. <laughs> oh my God! Again, another PSA. Play the fuck out of Earthbound. It is just so good. So, okay, obviously you're playing all these awesome games. Final Fantasy VII Remake, a little newer than most, and then I'm assuming like we talked about, Elden Ring will be our next like. <laughs> Your next shtick. That's the one that you're going to be playing next. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stream it or are you just going to play that like by yourself? I'm probably going to stream it just because I've like streamed all of them and I like highlight them. But I don't feel like people are going to like, you know, it's going to This is my first game I've played at launch. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not really too worried about people like watching because it's I just want to get spoiled. Like, if five people watch me, I don't care. But if people come and spoil and tell me how to do things, like, then I'm like, oh, uh, don't oh. make me hate these games. Because I had that when I was playing other Souls games. and it, Or they'd be like, oh, summon me and all this stuff. I'd be like, God, just like, the communities is what makes the experience for me. And I think that's what I'm more worried about. But I also have a feeling that Elden Ring seems to have, like, a bigger launch out of all the games. And I think that's just like social media wise, where we just we have more access to it and we can see how people react. So I feel like people are gonna be pretty cool about it. And if they're not, we'll see. kick them. Be like, yeah, bye. Not, I have a thing that I tell you know, as being you know, we are ancient women. So we when are. when people come onto my stream and they're like. I'm assuming they're 15, so they'll, like, start saying shit to me. I'll be like, I will come find your dad and fuck him. Do you want me to do that? Because, and then I'll marry him. I'll ground you for calling me a whatever on stream. So (laughs) I will befriend your mom and send her these screenshots. You don't want to mess with me. I love that. I'm going to start using that, too. You're right, because we are ancient bitches now, so we we can use that. Like, we can bang. Oh, my God, we're so old. I know. When did this happen? I know, right? Like, that was when I was like, I can't play first-person shooters. Why? Because my eyes don't work anymore, okay? <laughs> I have had a neck ache for three years now. That's all <laughs> I know. Like, everything hurts in my body, okay? Oh, Ugh. no. Oh, God. Okay, well, <clears throat> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, 
that's gonna do it for this segment of uh, what we've been playing, your dad. Um, in the next segment, we will be talking to Wisa. And again, I asked everyone for questions and it's all about Yakuza. So this will be a fun, fun, fun conversation. Oh God, of course it is. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, to the third segment of the What's Good Games podcast. This is when we talk about our lovely guest, Wisa, as I've been calling her. And I know we have a ton of Yakuza questions, or Yakuza questions, if you will. Can't, I can't, you know, not leave out her pronunciation. Yakuza. Yakuza. Uh, but, you know, before we get to that, I want to talk a little about, about you and who you are and all the amazing things we did, you do. So we touched on this at the top of the show. You and I, again, like, first E-Med again around, like, May of last year, I think it was. E-Met? E-Met. I love that. <laughs> I, yeah. I wish I could say, like, Met-Met, like, IRL-Met, but, like, E-Met, I e guess. E-Friends. We're E-Friends e for now. Well, E-Friends. And, like I said, we'll talk about Yakuza for sure. But enough about, like, that. You do a lot of shit, like I said. You are an ambassador for your evil geniuses. You stream multiple times a week. You're a stand-up comedian, a writer. Like, what – like <laughs> I love it I love it I get such a vicarious thrill out of people kicking ass because you know now that I have a nine-month-old I I kind of get to like look through the glass and like smudge my face against it and be like I remember that those days like making all of the content <laughs> so like what out of everything you do is there like one thing that you do that you enjoy the most streaming Really? I love that. I, it's really odd because I've so I've been doing comedy for almost eight years off and on I don't say like exactly I took a year off I've taken months off like because it's it's not a, like Washington's great but it's not a good place for comedy you know yeah. it's not oh, a big I know. club yeah very competitive small community here but um I you know I'm really into anime and video games like those are my thrills so it's really hard to like come up with material on that and streaming has been a way for me to like open up my mind creatively and like you know, like have jokes about the games I'm playing and goof around and I am very much more open with my life. Like it's not going on stage and doing a 20 minute set that pre-written. It's like I'm live for four hours. People are asking me questions, have brought up material that like, you know, asking questions about what school I went to. And then I'd say, here's a story I came up with in my head that I totally forgot about. So, oh, that's it, fun. It, yeah. And, and I think when I started streaming at the beginning of, I guess, like COVID, I also started selling myself more as like a professional writer in comedy and I got like a bunch of gigs. I did like script writing for Crunchyroll Anime Awards. I, I did some trivia writing for a couple uh, Twitch and YouTube channels. I work for a, a Seattle-based YouTube channel, which we just released like a board game of scenarios. Oh my God. So I love doing that shit because it's all like related to like the, my writing's all about like my passions, which is like we need a game question that has to do with anime and video games. I'm like, that's me. So, and then I got my job at EG and now I'm going to be doing like content writing for like esports and our creative team. So oh. yeah, it's, it's a lot, but so you know, cool. I, I, my job is very good at like making sure I don't get burnt out. They count streaming as my other job. They count comedy. The many, I don't do much comedy now cause I'm focusing more on streaming, but yeah, they're very flexible. Like, Hey, whatever you do creatively is your job. So if you take a morning off because you stream that night and you want the energy, like, it's great. I, I really lucked out, and uh, I'm very grateful for it. So, 
Yeah. I love that. Not, oh, no, I just, I have the biggest grin on my face right now because you're just absolutely crushing it. Like, I didn't know you were writing and doing script writing and stuff. Like, woman, get this shit everywhere. I want to, like, know what you're doing. How do I right? find out, like, what you've done? Like, do you have an online portfolio? How do I stalk you? I should. Yeah, you should. I, I literally update my link. I'm so bad at marketing myself. It's terrible. Like, I did eight years of comedy. I have like three videos recorded. Like I've just always been good at like uh, not trying to be pushy. If I'm like, hey, does anyone have a spot available this weekend? You should book me. I've I've been off, kind of lucky to just have that. And I also didn't realize I wasn't really passionate about comedy until I started streaming. I was really? like, streaming is my bigger passion. I put more effort into it. I get mm. more excited about it. Like even though it's a lot more work and it's a lot more strenuous and time consuming, it's like, yeah. So my goals for this year is, is to start promoting myself more. My job's going to help me release like a YouTube channel and get my website and stuff together. But, uh, but yeah, I keep all my work in folders and eventually I'll be like, this is all this dumb shit I've done. Oh you know, yeah. So. No, absolutely. You have to, or I'll do it for you. I don't care. I'll come to your house and I'll now, just like take pictures. now I just thrive on like my stupid tweets and hope people follow me. That's literally like <laughs> the millennials marketing me. strategy. That's kind I of tweeted yeah. something about, I tweeted my thirst for Akiyama. Please follow me. Like that's kind of where I'm at now as far as marketing goes. Hire so. me. That's how all millennials market ourselves, isn't it? That like I, I said, it's just put us on twitter so you also though have a monday show right i do it's bi-weekly um which i'll have a show this monday if anyone wants to watch it's on uh evil geniuses twitch channel it's called lisa's leia where i just have like a um like a creator on there and we i interview and talk with them for an hour and then we play a game together and i just recently got the um green light to have non-eg creators so would love to have you on there sometime yes be wonderful and we absolutely can play a game. um yeah and so that is like one of my big jobs is like having that show be consistent every couple weeks so you really want to help your girl out you should watch that and follow eg but follow me first um, <laughs> then them but yeah so yep streaming is my big thing now uh, i still do a lot of freelance writing i still do comedy shows but this is probably my main focus so before we move on can you just drop all of your handles right now while we're talking about them because i don't want i want to make sure i don't Litter. forget Literally, Wisa Lalen, W-I-S-A-L-A-L-L-E-N on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Dang. Probably will get a TikTok one day. I also have a YouTube channel under that name, but all you'll find is stand-up clips from 2014. <laughs> you'll find one anime bit I had in, like, seven years ago. It's like, like, there's nothing on that channel. But you can follow it knowing that eventually there'll be things on there. So, but yeah. W-I-S-A-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-
character Reagan from Mob Psycho 100. He's not even a good character. I just think he's hot and wanted to kiss him every day. Um, <laughs> my my left arm, my right arm is all Zelda, but my right arm is gonna be my anime sleeve. And so uh, everyone, oh, people only care about the Reagan tattoo. They're just like, oh my god, is that Reagan on your hand? I'm like, yes. And so I'll have him for the rest of my life. Um, yep, we're gonna grow old together. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Eventually You're gonna get, get wrinkles. He'll get wrinkles. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Eventually, I get the Akiyama tattooed on my neck. I don't know. Maybe oh we'll my see. god, <laughs> I fucking love it. Okay, so I hate asking this question because I hate it when people ask me the question. But what is your favorite anime ever? Do you have one? Favorite anime ever? Ooh, I have four. Oh, you have four. Okay, that's perfect. I have four because it's hard. It's yeah, that's no, Hunter. I get it. Hunter, Hunter. Yeah. Okay. I have Kilua, one of the characters on my my arm. That's my yeah, smiling right here. Nod. Okay. Yeah, Gintama, which if you've been on my streams, it's all Gintama, everything. I just, I that's the one I talk about the most. My third favorite is Run with the Wind, which is a very like emotional comfort anime. It's my Ocarina of Time anime. Ooh. And then uh, my fourth one is Mob Psycho 100, which is where this the the man on your hand from. comes from. The man yeah. on your hand. The man on my hand. So. I know. I need to watch more anime. I haven't watched a lot. I like just okay. Everyone's going to be good. Dragon Ball Z, of course. I grew up watching that. I get it. I get it. Watched a little bit of Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star. What else was like? Okay, but those are all like good classic anime. And that's when so. I was really watching it, when I'd come home yeah. and Adult Swim and Beyond. And you remember back in our day, Lisa, when you'd have to put like, you could record <laughs> TV shows by putting like a blank VHS type. VHS tape in your VCR. Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw my Sailor Moon and Romna VHS. Yes. Okay. Somewhere. So you remember. <laughs> so this is how, what you do back in the day, kids, is you would stick a blank VHS tape in your VCR and then you could record whatever was on the TV. So I would, yeah, Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop, I think it was, Dragon Ball Z, Tenchi Muyu, I think was the other one I watched a yeah. lot of. Yeah. And that was just like the shit. You just come home from school and you watch it. And it was just or like. Or you meet someone in the parking lot of Friend Meyer and get like a crappy Spanish dub of card cap. After Sakura for forty five dollars, you know. Did, is, that there a, you is that it? Is, is that a true story? <laughs> <laughs> no, but times where it's like we bought like, well, this was way past the VHSs, but like I remember when I went through like a, like my second anime phase. I don't know. It's just always come came and go. I remember I like went on Craigslist and like bought Sailor Moon DVDs from like some guy and I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm doing a drug deal. But like <laughs> you kids these days and your streaming services, like you guys you guys got it so easy, you know. Oh yeah, with your crunchy rolls that you've apparently written with for. Your, with your funimations and your crunchy oh, rolls. Man. God. What else have I watched? I've done a lot of um uh fairy tale. I liked fairy tale. Oh wow. I did a lot of fruits basket i did that one did There's... you watch the newest one or no one? i wanted to though is it good it's good i like it okay i mean it's still like it's funny re-watching anime from like the 90s because there's so many tropes and writing problems that you didn't realize until you uh -huh. like wait a minute she's a minor like you know what i mean like things like aren't they siblings you know yeah. stuff like that yeah. you just kind of brushed over when yeah. you were young you're like whatever you know? it's yeah. It's not really fine. It? Um, right. It's good, yeah. What else? Did, oh, Inuyasha. That was the other one that I watched a lot of. I so. was never, I never got into Inuyasha. Mine was like Sailor Moon, Kari Captor Sakura, Ramna, Naruto, Ooh. which is getting another wave of rewatches from everyone in the anime community. And I was like, I'm due for one as well. And then I took a really long break because like, I just 
either lost interest or it was just really hard to watch it when you didn't have a good computer. So I started getting back into it in like probably 2011 and then I've been hooked since. So there you go. I feel like I'm one of those adults who I'm trying to like find common ground. I'm like, oh yeah, I watched a little Dragon Ball Z back in my day. But right. anyhow, I, I would love, I know you probably have enough, well, you do have enough on your plate, that if you ever did like an anime podcast, again, I would 100% listen to it. I would love to. I actually miss it, but yeah, I think I would have to like wait until I have a schedule consistency. <laughs> I, cause I, I loved my podcast. It was good, but it was a lot of work. It's a and, lot of you work. You know, yeah, it is a lot of work, like writing like script and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah. It's a it's lot. Like a, you know, it's like a job. Crazy. It is you a know, job. Right? It's a full-on job with taxes you have to pay and government yeah. regulation. It's a whole job, ladies and gentlemen. But okay, okay. Let's let's just get to like what I'm the most excited about. Let's talk about fucking yakuza, yakuza, because 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 I don't get to gush about this series at all on this show. I love my co-host to death, but she kind of gets that glossy look whenever I start talking about this 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 topic so you and your animated crime men i love them my, all of my husbands youtube.com slash plus games i got like 18 kiru's and one majima on my boob <laughs> one random majima one random it like his like eye patch oh, look at this like kiru face like what's going on right here i don't i don't understand it um anyway one. so i asked i asked everyone how to send me questions for our lovely guests this week. And, well, okay, we've got lots of Yakuza questions. So the first one, we're just going to go down Yakuza Power Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. From Gabe Hewitt, what's Lisa's favorite quest line from the Yakuza series? Quest line? Like a side quest? Sure. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's go with the side quest. Yeah. Because I'm like, that feels like two, yeah, that could be two different things. Right. I honestly... I think all the side quests in Zeros and Kiwami was super good, but my favorite one from Kiwami 2 was the voice acting one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I also am one of the few people that actually loved doing Majima construction. Oh, I I loved it. I'm trying to think if I loved it. That was forever. No, it was. Oh, no, it was okay. I didn't mind it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I so loved you loved it, it because I got the DLC and downloaded all the. I was like, build your own himbo team. What? <laughs> yes. I will have four Akiyamas on one team. I will take this. Um, I also really loved in Yakuza Five too. I loved doing all the different side quests for each characters, but I honestly loved doing the idol shit. Me too, actually. And no, people, yes. Yeah. Ugh. But as far as, like, people would always, like, be like, really? You actually like doing, like, the things that people did not like, I ended up liking. Like, the tower building stuff and that. And I was like, I don't know. I think it's fun. I think everyone, yeah. when they think of their favorite side thing, it's usually the hostess club, right? Like, those are just so, I love that personally. Okay, but, like, building, uh, like, the women and, like, doing the makeovers and oh. shit. Ugh. Oh, that music I, that plays in the background? Yeah. Mm. I want to be your girl. girl. Yes, like exactly. The worst English lyrics ever that make no sense. Yes. But it gets I love I love the Hostess Club, but I loved it in Zero the most. Even though like it got yeah. better like mechanics-wise, it had the best music in Zero and you had the best girls. Absolutely. So, and I love yeah. talking to them as Majima and kind of like, you know, taking them on dates. Taking them on dates. I think my favorite question, I know I was included in this question, uh, Gabe, but I'm going to answer it anyway. And I had to look it up. The order of Munan Chopept Unast. 
I fucked it up, but it's the Shuri PP. Shuri PP. Yes, I where just he, where he does the Shuri PP. Yes, <laughs> it's so like it is just so fucking funny to me. And some of the one-liners Majima has in it, he's like, "What the hell is a moon nacho?" He just says like funny yeah, shit, yeah. and that's my husband. So of course, like I gotta like roll with him. But I'm I'm with I you. I also I also love the Dominatrix one. I mean, that oh, one's yeah. well. So <laughs> I really park. Wish... <laughs> the kids I are really watching. Wish... Yeah, and I really wish they would have, like, done, like, it feels like they didn't really, they put a lot of effort in the side stories in Zero, and it feels like a few of them, yes, and, like, Kiwami 2 and stuff were, but I feel like it didn't really do as good in Yakuza 6. I think it's because Yakuza 6 overall just had, like, a way more serious tone. Yeah, I but, agree with that. Yeah, I kind of wish they did bring back the disco. Oh. I love the disco. That oh. would have been... Okay, so I'm trying to think. Do we talk about spoilers in this? Mm. Well, shit, probably not, because I know a lot of people are playing it right now. Um, but anyway, we'll spoilers. To... Disco dies. Disco dies. So... Disco is dead. <laughs> it is six feet under. It's never to be found again. But we'll have to. Maybe one of these days, you and I could just do like a Yakuza spinoff episode where yes, we just like break down everything. That. I would I love also, that too. I also didn't get a gush about the stuff because like all my like people I hang out with like outside. Besides my Twitch community, most of my in real life friends are not even in animes or video games. <laughs> it's like, funny it's how that works. <laughs> very fun. It's like I very much hang out with like people I grew up in my hometown. Like I'm such a homebody person. It's gross. Me too. Like, yeah. See, that's what happens when you live here. You're like, it's the best state. Why would I go anywhere else? I know. So. I thankfully have <laughs> the best. Yeah. I have the luxury of, you know, doing the show with Andrea and Simer, who just recently moved. And like, there's like my video game industry friends and my actual real life friends. But other than that, you know, I just, uh, yeah, like I'm a homebody. I'm such a homebody. Like, I don't got time to make new friends. Let's be real. Well, so. also, like we were talking earlier, like most people played the Yakuza games, like they played Zero maybe to Kiwami 2 and then they kind of just didn't do the old ones because mm -hmm. yeah they're hilariously outdated in some ways and um also I feel like you have to really be into the characters to want to go through all those and you know and I I love I hate I did not like four. Oh, uh, yeah no yeah I just erase it from my head but like uh the build-up to like the end of six for me was like such a great journey Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can yeah. tell by Yakuza 4 that you can tell the team was starting to, starting to burn out. That they probably wanted to start trying something else because they threw in all these weird-ass, like, mechanics. And you're like, that's an interesting show. bullets? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Make it work. But anywho. Um, not to spoil. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's not. No one will know. Javid Mather okay. said, Soulborn. Okay, this is kind of a Souls and Yakuza question, so it's perfect for you. Soulborn has become its own sub-genre by now, and many games are even referred to as Souls-like. We're seeing Final Fantasy dip its crystals. <laughs> I see what you did there. Dip its crystals into this with a forthcoming Stranger of Paradise. Was an existing property or franchise you could see pulling off a solid Souls-like spin-off? What would be one you'd, ex you'd be excited for? Weirdly enough, I could see Yakuza pulling this off with melee-centric combat that bears some Souls influence melded with its brawler combat, but make parts of the city far more dungeon-like and exploration-oriented. You mean kind of like Yakuza 7 did? Oh. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it, they kind of went with the whole JR. I mean, they didn't really do a Souls aspect. I think J I think Yakuza 7 was kind of an experiment because it's like we've had the same formula yeah. for literally every game. Uh, so we're going to have to switch it up. I halfway through 7 and I started playing Dark Souls and was like, and everyone on my stream was like, 
okay, you're dropping this game. I'm like, I'm not. It's just, this game is so much different than the other Yakuza's that I can't just like put it on the back burner. I have to like be fully immersed into it, which is why I'm coming back. Like, how, how they switched it up to JRPG and like, dude, this is Final Fantasy with homeless people. It's great. <laughs> Um, if they did a Souls like, I would be very curious to see how a Souls boss would be in like Yakuza. Are they gonna have a guy with a with like ten guns? Like what is gonna happen? <laughs> this second phase? He like takes off his outfit and he's got knives all over him. Like how are they? Gonna, they're, they're, they gotta have some magic elements. Like they're gonna have to be like another judgment thing where they take a medication and like something happens to their body. But I don't know. I'm also probably like you, where it's like if it's Yakuza, I'll play it. I may not play Dead Souls though because I oh. just I've heard it's pretty janky <laughs> and I would just watch it for the cutscenes, honestly. That's all you have to do. I also hopped into Dead Souls. Um, I booted up my PS3, ordered a copy online, and I started playing it. And again, I didn't get, I got to Majima's story, because of course that's as far as I got. I think it's like the end of his and then I burned out on it. It was like fine, but the cutscenes are like the most important part. And there's just some hilarious shit in there that you're looking at and you're like, why is that character in a dress? And it's not Majima. What's going on with that? Oh, it's hilarious. So, like, for those moments, I think it's definitely worth revisiting. But it's kind of hard to go to Dead Souls, especially after you've just kind of finished. Wasn't that Daigo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was trying to find that cutscene. I thought it was in, like, Kiwami or something. I found it was in Dead Souls. I was like, fuck. Damn it. I need to see him in a dress. It's so good. I think, though, going to your question, Javin, I think Zelda could actually pull off something Souls-like. If, like, they really wanted to get the combat super, like, nitty-gritty, I think it would piss a lot of people off. Let's be real. Yeah. It would piss a lot of people off. I was one thing about Breath of the Wild I was a little disappointed in because I think Skyward Sword really did a good job on, like, making the boss fights like twilight princess i still think did the best but like skyward sword i think it was at the kalatos battle where i was like you know what this is some crazy shit there's like a phase in this like what is going on you know and the demise battle dm was epic and mm. then breath of the wild came out and i was just like i love this game but like i need these big epic boss battles like right. this is why i love zelda so if they were to do that like i would personally not care but i think because souls is such a niche gameplay that people yeah. would yeah hate it they would hate like, it like imagine you die in zelda and you lose literally everything like right like you just lose everything your money everything oh uh, go back like, to nadongo's cavern get your bomb bag like get the right? fuck out of here like let's go oh god yeah. can you imagine oh no that would not go well like i love that soul style like i like hollow knight's one of my favorite games of all time and like the way they implemented that kind of gameplay to me was like really good because it's like there is a risk, but there's also a huge reward with it. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a hard question because it's like, I like each type of game for their own mechanics and their own gameplay. So to have a mixed, it's hard. It is I hard. hope that answers your question. I was, uh, yeah. If not, Javin, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. We have one and I don't have their, your name because I'm an awful human, but I'll grab it here in a sec. Uh, for Lisa and Britt, if there was one side character in the Yakuza series you'd like to see a spin-off game centered on, not Majima, bleh, who would it be? Does judgment count? Sure. Amara. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Akiyama would be great, even though he technically is a protagonist in the game. Mm. But I don't think... There's so much you already know about him and his backstory already where I don't feel like there would be, like, 
very enriching storyline to go with it. But like Hamura, I was like, who is this disgruntled old man? I agree. That's a really good one. That's a really good choice. I'm totally into that one. Yeah, because he is just one of those characters that you're just kind of drawn to and you feel intimidated by. And I feel like the last time I felt intimidated by an antagonist was in Yakuza 0. With like the whole tree, yes, or trio, yeah, yeah, Kuze, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Um, if if they did a spinoff games of like how those those characters like before they were like the time skip to where they are old now, I would like to see that. Like how they got into this crime world of sexy old men, you know, <laughs> um, sexy old men. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and that question came from Nova, and so there you are. And I was actually thinking about this too. I'm like, well, I think there's a few interesting characters. So, because the starting point is Yakuza Zero, I always thought something with Kazuma, Shintaro Kazuma, would be kind of interesting. Kiryu's daddy, or yep. father figure, or the very, very beginning. Like, wasn't that kind of the uh, samurai version of it? Very beginning samurai version of it. What was the step samurai one with the Yakuza Ishin? Oh, and, like, is this supposed to be like an intro to the entire series? Or oh, I got like you. A, I got you. I was an like, Isekai of <laughs> samurai prime men. I had this image in my head of of uh, Kazuma as a samurai, and I was like, I don't remember that. Was that like in a flashback? And I was confused. Also, real quick, naming a character Kazuma and then Kazuma so confusing pissed me off. For so fucking long. Oh. I was like, Jesus Christ, really? You couldn't give him any other letter? <laughs> any other, I know, for a hot minute, I was so confused when I first started playing. I'm like, okay, because, you know, anyway, Kazuma, Kazuma, because he calls him Kazuma. It's the whole thing, ladies and gentlemen, and it will make your brain boil. But the other character I thought that was really interesting that could be kind of fun, and we kind of already got a glimpse, but, like, maybe a four to five hour, sh- it doesn't have to be a long game, but into Nishiki, and Nishiki, what happened to him when <gasps> Kira was locked up for those ten years, you know what I mean? Like and yeah, and how he went to his spiral. Yeah, how he like slicked his hair back with blood. He's like, this is the perfect hair gel, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. And he clearly got an eyebrow lift. It's like <laughs> he's like, you're back. Hello. <laughs> it's like, how did his eyes get so pointy? His eyebrows got so pointy, so evil, menacing looking. Um, but yeah, like I think that would be kind of interesting because the game uses zero, although oh, he want me rather. Sorry. Um, they kind of explain like what happened, but. I, I wasn't 100% convinced. He's set into madness. I yeah. need more of it. I want to yes. know, like, what exactly, like, caused that to happen. And then especially when you've played Yakuza 0 and you see that bond that they had. And it's just, uh, man, how did that happen? But I thought that would be yeah. an interesting one. They did obviously do a better job than the original. But I'm like, they could have done better. But it could have been because it was more of a rushed product. I don't know because I wasn't playing it during the time it came out. But, yeah, I just felt like... They could have explored him a lot more mm-hmm. than they did. Yeah. But. I'll explore him. I don't care. And I do mean yeah. that the way you think I mean that. Let's go. Yeah. Um, last question comes from Mr. Yasman. Ask Lisa who her favorite husbando is in Yakuza. I think we know this one already, but lay it on us. Akiyama. Um, and not just because of Akiyama himself, but because I'm in love with his voice actor. Oh, okay. With Yamadera. He always plays one of my... He's like... I have like three characters that he plays in animes that are my favorite characters. So the minute I heard that buttery voice of his, I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> his version of Bakami Tai made me quiver in many places. So I was just like... <laughs> Plus, I love just how goofy his character is. Even though he is a lot more of, like, a soft-spoken character, I'm like, you're a poor guy who got rich that still wants to be poor. Like, it's just, it's 
he's just such an interesting character to me. I would have loved to have more of him as a, as a protagonist in in five, and I love that they brought him back in six. But I was like, yeah, why are you homeless again in six? Like, like what happened to you? <laughs> you know, like he is. I love him, and obviously he's like uncomfortably beautiful. So it's just like, but if I had to choose like a second protagonist that isn't Kiryu, I guess. I would probably have to, and I I count judgment as like a yakuza game. Sure, that's fair. I know people know, but I would definitely say Kaito. Really, you know, I love Kaito. I love I him love too, him. but so... there's something about him that I just I think he's a great character, and I think he's a great guy. But I don't know. He just I guess I like the crazies. Because I think of Majima. Well, that's th- but that was the thing too about him is that he was ex yakuza, and it would have been really cool if they. I haven't played Lost Judgment yet, so I don't know if they do this, but I would have really loved more coverage of when he was in the Yakuza before he became, like, a detective. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I really liked him because he, he also has kind of, like, that that Sajima type of, like, personality, you know? So, but yeah, Akiyama. I just I just love Akiyama. I just want Akiyama all the time. All I just the want time. more of him. Well, yeah. At least we won't be I fighting mean, over his bandos because you can yeah, have him. No. He, Majima's definitely far up there, too, though. I will say, but they did say not Majima. So, and I, and that is very much your man. Yep. So, Stay away from my man, please. I still, I still have my Majima cosplay. I should bust it out every once in oh a while. Oh my God. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I want that so bad. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm just so excited for when COVID's over. We can just like yeah. hang out. I know. Have, we can wear our, 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 our stick, bombers. Like insert coins. Yes. To bombers. Yeah. Uh, I got the Majima and the Kiri one. Oh my God. Well, Lisa, I, I love calling you Lisa. It's just like a thing now. Call I'm, me Lisa. I love it. I have it, been it, this whole episode. I, I can't stop now. It's just this this boulder is rolling downhill. You know? Yeah. It's just a thing. This has been so fun, and I really feel like I could just talk to you forever and ever and ever. I know. But unfortunately, we, I have to go eat and stream, yeah. and you also have things to do. Yeah, I have a child that I have to keep alive. Yeah, you have a whole ass child to keep alive. I have alive. a whole ass child that needs to like be kept alive, so... We're going to wrap it up for this week, but thank you so, so much for coming on the show this week, and I will drop all of your little social channels in the description, so if you want to follow Lisa on all of her platforms, please do. She's a lovely human, incredibly talented and great at what she does, and she definitely deserves far more eyeballs and clicks, and watch all of her streams, because God, she's so entertaining too. You are hilarious. I love watching you stream. It's like one of my favorite things to do when I'm walking on the treadmill. You're going to make me sad. No, no, please don't. Because I can't hang out with you yet. I know. We'll do it. We'll We'll do it. We'll We'll make it happen someday. We'll have our little Resident Evil diaper stream or whatever. (laughs) That's what we'll call it too, the Resident Evil diaper stream. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.